Well, some of you may have woken up with a little bit of a chill in your bones. It is cold down here. But up in New York, it's even colder, with snowfalls expected to reach four feet or more through today. Whether you are from the northeast with all of that snow, or out west with forest fires and earthquakes, or the Midwest with its tornadoes, no matter where you live, you probably do have storm stories. And now all of us share a story of Ian. Growing up in New Orleans, most of my stories were, of course, of floods and hurricanes. We have the Katrina stories that found family homes washed away, the Betsy story that had my great aunt on the top of a refrigerator to avoid water, and I think it was Ivan when Virginia evacuated. We were just engaged, and we evacuated to Houston. It was a family caravan, and so she was in the car with my dad. And what a wonderful way to get to know your father-in-law over fights over the radio. But just about every hurricane story that I have, there is one familiar story, and that is of my mother gathering together all of the candles and flashlights in preparation for the storm. And of course, an Ian approach, Virginia was doing the same. Everything ready, everything waiting for the power to go out and darkness to come. As wind and rain struck and power went out, all of our candles were lit and the family gathered together around the light, around the light. And we talked and we read, we were together. Well, it is the season, it's the beginning of the season of togetherness. We have Thanksgiving this Thursday. We have Christmas Cookie Sunday coming up. We have Christmas coming up when family and friends will all gather together. And today we gather together in a special way. Just seven weeks ago, where you are sitting was filled with water. Up to about where you're sitting, where the hymnals are. And now, we're back. Now don't worry about the pew cushions, or the kneelers, or the cabinets in the bathroom, they're all coming. For us, in this moment, the darkness of storm waters have been chased away, chased away by hard work, by loving care, for people, from people, who know that this space plays a leading role in our lives together. And so we gather together for worship, to grow in relationship with one another. We gather together to experience the divine and grow in holiness. Although central to our experience, this church, this building, has its center, its being, in the life of Christ. Jesus Christ at the center, illuminating our joy and chasing the darkness of fear away. Next week we begin the season of Advent. It's the new year in our church calendar, but this Sunday, the last Sunday of Pentecost, is called by some Christ the King Sunday. The emphasis in our readings in our prayer on the kingship of Christ, and it began after World War I when Christians 
saw the world torn by war, and dictatorships in Europe were growing stronger. People were less interested, less inspired, less believing in the kingdom of God, and looked instead to earthly rulers like Mussolini. And we know that those human rulers would grow in darkness for a time. Human sin, pride, thirst for power grew and sought to blow out the light, which is all that is good and just and true. In opposition to the tyrants of World War II, in that darkest hour, leaders and nations gathered together to bear the torch of freedom and liberation. Throughout the world and throughout our own lives, darkness strives to snuff out hope, to snuff out love and light. It's as raw as a storm that threatens life, limb, and property. Murderous rage of people who have little regard for human life. It is perfected as war or political power that seeks to, seeks to subjugate human freedom. And it is personal, striking deep into our hearts as friends who turn cruel. As a child pulling away in rebellion, as sinking and stuck as broken relationships. Jeremiah speaks of a darkness growing, the false shepherds who scatter and destroy children of God. And we see darkness at its worst when the Son of God nailed to a cross and mocked. He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. And sour wine offered instead of saving help. As Christians, we strive against darkness by practicing faith, singing hymns, <coughs> praying prayers, acts of charity, love, care, and concern. And we find strength and grace for this practice as we gather together with one another here in this church and in the parish hall with its study groups, and Bible studies, and prayer groups, and in those groups of one another serving out in our community. A spiritual practice to strive against darkness is much like a mother who makes sure the candles are ready for the storm. We all know the storms of life come it's our calling to prepare by fostering the light of Christ within us and within those we love. So start in an easy place and think of your personal response to Jesus. We saw the response in our gospel reading. We placed an inscription over his head. This is the King of Jews. Jesus was there dying. And people were standing around just watching, almost unwilling to help. And then there were the leaders who responded to Jesus by scoffing, 
They were soldiers who responded to Jesus by mocking. If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. When you look at Jesus, when you think of Jesus, what is your reaction? Do you see your king? Do you believe that our destination, home, and ultimate loyalty is to Jesus the King? Well, the answer in a way is yes, because you're here in church. <laughs> but you might have another step to take, encouraging that life to grow. And that's done through regular church worship, study, prayer, and the sacraments. Each day choosing and chipping away at indifference and casual faith. And instead claiming the deep holiness that is yours for the taking. It fills my heart to be back in church. I cried already at the early service. <laughs> Gathering together with the saving arms of Jesus surrounding us. Our voices raised in prayer and praise to our King. And the calling for each of us daily to take another step. Casting away darkness and claiming the light of Christ.